Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. Welcome back and going and raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'd be listening to. Right here, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new going in raw notifications. Yeah, that's right. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And it is there where we find our Matt Chatters. Correct. For $20 a month. For $20 a month, you can uh, get your video question here on the Matt Chat and uh, we'll answer it. Give our best considered answers. Yes. So let's move right Always. into it. First up, Cult of False Realities. He's off Vals Arrest, man. Oh, almost anyway. So freedom is going to be his soon. Uh, and uh, he's got a question about AEW. What's going on, Stephen Larson and all the friendos out there? It is Cult of False Realities with another match chat question. And it is my final day of house arrest. I am so excited because I can finally be free. But like I said, I'm going to save that for another day. For match that question, I'm going to keep it simple, y'all. I promise. Should AEW be more successful and profitable than it is right now? I feel like they kind of they, they are profitable and they are successful. But should they be at another level that they already are from the beginning? Too sweet, too good, hearty handshake, shoulder lead, whatever we all t- say in this at the end of this thing. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Cult False Realities. I'll go first. All right. I think one thing that's kind of telling about AEW, or that's been interesting, especially over the past week or two, has been WWE seemingly getting the jump on signing talent. Uh, We saw two big names, Timothy Thatcher and Killer Cross, come over to WWE uh, and AEW, I'm assuming they would have wanted either of those personalities. Um, I, there was no word as to whether or not Timothy Thatcher had been courted by AEW at all, but uh, according to multiple sources, all the big companies, including AEW, I suspect, wanted Killer Cross for their company. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, WWE had uh, a jump on them with uh, Scarlett Bordeaux, Killer Cross's romantic interest being in-house. But... Uh, I think the thing about AEW is that they had so much success so early that the expectation game was so, like, unreasonably high. Uh, The idea that they would be selling out every TV taping, 
that everything would go completely perfect uh, was simply unreasonable. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if those expectations, if their early success in some ways has hurt their perception when they have had stumbling blocks. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they seem to do. They seem to be doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I could see that. I could see that maybe the expectations were a little greater because and and unreasonably so from their early successes. Um, I I I, I think they would all be ec- ecstatic about where the state of the company is currently. What about a, a year since its announcement? But really, so it doesn't matter what four or five months since they've really kicked into full gear, being on TV and such. Uh, they routinely beat NXT in the ratings. Uh, they, by all accounts, ticket sales are still really good. Uh, they get hot crowds each and every week. Whether we can hear them here on on TV or not is another thing entirely. Um, you know, you you can quibble about some of the the creative choices they may have made and whether they should have focused more on the elite out of the gate. Uh, despite that, it doesn't seem like any decisions they've made thus far have necessarily hurt the enthusiasm or the reception. Uh, their product has received from uh, the wrestling audience because you know if they put the belt on Kenny right away, do you think the ratings have been significantly higher? I don't think so. It might have got a few more uh, uh, casual eyeballs on it, maybe, but I don't think it'd be you know they'd be uh, contending with Raw or SmackDown by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I, I think you know uh, flirting on a regular basis with. 900,000 million viewers a week is pretty good for an upstart wrestling company in this day and age when there's so much stratification uh, in, in the entertainment world. You got a lot more options uh, how to spend your TV watching time, even just your pro wrestling watching time. Um, that I think, you know, regularly getting about 900,000 viewers a week for a brand new company um, with only a handful of, of household names is pretty darn good. Um, you know, and, and by all indications, they've exceeded. The, the the what industry experts expected of dynamite to do initially um and uh i, I basically any benchmark you set they're doing pretty darn well for themselves mm-hmm. i want it'll be interesting over the next 12 months or so when people to see how many people once they get out of a, out of a wwe contract actually goes there or elect to resign i mean by all indications the revival want out mm-hmm. and aw would be the obvious place for them mm-hmm. um or, uh, like, you know, for example, Marty Skrull, it's another name. The Ring of Honor was able to keep him. Ring of Honor was able to keep him. Um, they pretty much gave him everything. I mean, they basically made Ring of Honor Ring of Marty Skrull. Yeah. Um, and so it took that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think they should, I think they should be pretty darn happy. Um, being able to get new talent is something that they should really try to focus on. Uh because that's that's how you build. That's a way to build buzz yeah. and build for your future. So it'll be interesting if they're able to do Definitely. that. Definitely. Next, got a question from B Man himself, Patrick Sparks. They need to use Jimmy Havoc more. Yeah, he's hardly on TV. He's hardly on TV. He's hardly on TV. And it's a bummer. I'm a big fan of his. Uh, B Man, Patrick Sparks has a question. Let's see what Patrick has to say. Hey, friendos, Patty. All right. So with the two new signings to the Performance Center this week of Timothy Thatcher and Keller Cross, which are both great signees for the WWE. Uh, where do you see their paths heading? Um, I'm not very familiar with Timmy Thatcher. Heard he's pretty good. I've seen a little bit of his stuff. I'd actually maybe like to see him go to NXT and see what goes on because I know he's got history with Walter being part of Ring Comp and whatnot. Um, Killer Cross, it would be cool if he went to NXT 2 
I think the roster there is really stacked at the moment, though. And I don't know quite what he would do. Brandon Scarlett Bordeaux is there as well. Personally, I would like to see him challenge brand new WWE champion Drew McIntyre the night after WrestleMania and come out and confront him. What do you guys think? Thanks for those. Bye. Thank you, B-Man. Thank you, B-Man. Uh, for Timothy Thatcher, the safe bet seems NXT UK. Um, given his history with Walter, with Marcel Bartel, um, you know, whether it's with Imperium, against Imperium, given that history, granted they probably won't reference it directly, uh, indirectly, sure, you know, whether he joins up with Imperium, make it a five, five-man mm. group, or they kick someone out, or he joins up with Dragunov, uh, Thatcher, that is, to fight Imperium. It remains to be seen. Uh, but given his history with all those guys, it would just make all the sense in the world to have them, like him go to NXT UK, which he'd be great there. He's a good technical wrestler, hits hard, he'd fit right in. Yeah. Uh, as far as Killer Cross, uh, I don't know. It depends what he wants, depends what they've offered. And uh, I don't know. Part of me feels like right now. Unless they're going to put him up against Drew to uh, like the Raw after Mania, like Patrick here says, and give him that level of push short of that, I would think NXT is his best bet. Uh, uh, it's, 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 he'd get to be there with Scarlett. He would get to uh, be in front of some of the best crowds in all of wrestling um, in terms of actually showing off what he can do in the ring on a regular basis. Uh, in terms of performance, in terms of putting on good matches, NXT is kind of the place to be. Um, if he really wants to make a name for himself, again, short of him getting the, a main le- main event level push right out of the gate, uh, I kind of feel like NXT is the way to go. Because short of that main event level push, uh, you know, I, I, there might not be a whole lot of recent examples, but historically speaking, uh, there's been times where Vince has said, oh, this guy is great. Let's push this guy. Three weeks later, he's not on TV. So <laughs> I don't want that for Killer Cross. The safe bet, I feel like the safe bet is NXT. If he's on NXT, he's going to be involved uh, on a regular basis. Uh, he's not going to disappear for weeks on end. And, uh, yeah, again, if it's sort of a massive main event level push immediately, NXT just seems like the safer bet. Uh, so I agree with you completely about Thatcher. That makes all the sense in the world, having him go to UK. They already referenced his history with Imperium. With yeah, Walter tweeted. Imperium. Yeah. Uh, on backstage, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, as for uh, uh, Killer Cross, I disagree with you. I think that SmackDown is the place for him and Scarlett Bordeaux to go. I think that, yeah, we saw her backstage once at NXT, but she hasn't actually debuted on NXT TV properly. And I don't know if that was because they were waiting to see if they could get him uh, to debut them sort of as a couple, kind of a a more vicious version. I think it'd be cool if it was like a more vicious version, like a grittier, cooler version of what we had with the Canelises, where it's not hokey, but they're still a couple who's like hot and stuff, you know? Um, And I think SmackDown is the perfect place. I don't think he needs a main event push. I think he needs an upper mid-card push. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what they promised him. If he goes after the IC title on SmackDown, SmackDown is is really it's it's embarrassing how like their roster stacks up against Raw's. Raw's roster is just absolutely insane. Like the fact that Lashley's not on SmackDown. There are so many people on Raw that should just be on SmackDown mm-hmm. because it's like, man, it's an embarrassment of riches they have with that roster. So SmackDown, and I, I do think that him and especially Scarlett Bordeaux. I think they could create a lot of buzz around themselves 
on SmackDown as a really good act. If there's one thing Vince McMahon won't pass on, it's an act like that. Yeah. Uh, and so if you put Scarlett Bordeaux with him, uh, I think that would be huge for them on SmackDown. Maybe have him challenge Braun out the gate. I mean, look, Braun, that dude can eat a pin, you yeah, know? I've seen that before. Uh, well, here's and, the thing, too. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, given and give the him the IC title. Given the nature of their announcement, uh, I don't know, and granted, it's uncharted waters to a degree. Someone who's signed with WWE with the expectation they'll debut on the main roster for them to be announced as reporting to the Performance Center? Yeah, sure. You know, because sure. usually when someone says, when that's reported, they're reporting to the Performance Center starting, you know, whenever. They're at the Performance Center. They're in NXT. Yeah, it's been a when's – when's the last time somebody debuted on main roster? Probably Canales and Maria that I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. And then also – but then there's this. Usually a, a name of his stature when they sign NXT, they don't announce it. They show up at TakeOver. TakeOver's next weekend. Mm-hmm. It's kind of surprising. Maybe just the news of Thatcher getting out. They're like, well, they're going to find out Killer Cross is here too. I don't know. Maybe they, they – they, uh, kind of preemptively yeah. made the announcement based on the fact that uh, Thatcher being at the PC had already been leaked. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. But uh, I think that, like me personally, I'd say put the guy on SmackDown. They need him. Uh, and I think he could do really, really well there. That being, um, I really want to see Killer Cross versus Matt Riddle. I think that'd be great. I just don't know. I mean, my thing is I've seen my fair share of Killer Cross matches. I don't necessarily see him. He's, he comes off to me as a main roster guy. I'm not sure... <laughs> Imagine this though. This dude is already in fantastic shape. Mm-hmm. What's one thing that happens when you go to the PC? Yeah, you, get, you get super jacked, man. You get like in way better shape. Yeah. So imagine him maximized, optimized Killer Cross. That could be pretty crazy. I don't know, and I know that I know that like the PC will also the performance center also helps you step up your wrestling game quite a bit. Yeah. I'm not sure that he's like a takeover guy. I don't know that he's like yeah, super wrestler guy. I've never. I've never seen that aspect of him in the matches that I've seen, but maybe it's there. I don't know. I just I see him as a main roster act. He's he he's very, got he's, he's got big money written on him, he's not necessarily very reminiscent of Randy Orton in a lot of ways. Yeah, he doesn't really to me, he doesn't really have oh man, let's go watch his five star match at Takeover. To me, he's like, holy crap, did you see that couple on SmackDown? That was great stuff. He seems like a Fox guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm coming from with uh, with Killer Cross. I think they'll probably keep his name, too. I don't think there's going to be any problem with the name Killer. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they change it. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Next, uh, new Matt Chatter, the good doctor. The, doc. le- the good doc. Yeah, Doc Hensla. Yeah. Let's see what the good doctor has to say. All right. Hey, Stephen Larson. This is Doc Hensla here uh, with my Matt Chat question. So, uh, since it's WrestleMania season, um, and there have been a lot of really good hype up videos prior to matches, uh, what's your favorite? Um, you know, there's been some really good ones with uh, The Rock and John Cena, too, uh, and HBK Undertaker, too. Um, so what's y'all's favorite? Because there's been some really good ones that have got me really excited for some of the uh, WrestleMania matches. So thanks. Thank you, Dr. Hensler. Thank you, Doc. Go ahead. Uh, so, yeah, traditionally it's been, I'll give one classic one and one more recent one. Uh, My Way or the Highway, the Stone Cold Rock one. Although it's funny, it, like when I watch it back, they they kind of reuse the same footage over and over again. I feel like they didn't like do... There wasn't a huge build to that match. There was like one in-ring confrontation where they have beers mm-hmm. and there's beer flying all over the place. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's like Rashomon. It's, it's one incident they're re- yeah. replaying from different angles. Yeah, but that that being said, that song was made for this feud, so it was really good. And then uh, one that I just saw, like we had to we we both did a little bit of research yeah. on these. Uh, Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania 30, the Monster Song. Uh, is actually really, really good video package. They did a really uh, good job. Sound like Imagine Dragons. Is it? Sound like Imagine I didn't know Dragons. if that predated them or not. No, sounded, sounded like them. Yeah, I think it was Imagine Dragons. It sounded a lot like them. I'm going with uh, Undertaker HBK, the video package hyping up their final Mania match at uh, Mania 26, yes, I believe. Them. It was them. Um, man, what a hell of a way to get to the heart of the, get to the emotional core of that story. Mm-hmm. Pet Shop Boys. Good no, stuff. actually, one is placebo covering. That sounds like pet shop a little bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, covering Kate Bush's "Running Up That Hill," fantastic mm. song. Um, yeah, just really getting to the emotional core. What's going on with that story? Perfectly edited. Uh, a great five-minute little synopsis of uh, a, a story that has been told over several years. Fantastic stuff. Uh, that gets the nod for me. It's also one of my favorite matches ever. That helps too. Good stuff. Good stuff. Next, Christopher Rampersad. Oh boy. Christopher had himself a good Super Bowl, it looks like. Let's see yeah, what he had to say. Seems, yeah, it seems like it. Oh, Steven Larson. So, I'm just celebrating the Super Bowl. I'm excited at who just won. I just smoked some good weed just now. So, my question is, how do you book an NXT Elimination Chamber match? Pick your six guys and who go over Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. Fun question. So, oh, man. NXT Elimination Chamber. Enjoying the he's sticky feeling, icky. He's probably feeling pretty good. Feeling right pretty now. good. Or at that moment, yeah. So, Elimination Chamber, usually there's, what, six competitors in it? Six, I think? I think so. So, this is what I got. It's for the NXT title. Of course, uh, Adam Cole Baby has got to be in it. He's still champion at, at this particular show. True. Uh, his challengers, challengers would be Keith Lee, Keith Matt Lee. Riddle, mm-hmm, yeah. okay. uh, Peter Dune. Oh, yeah. Tommaso Ciampa, Ooh. Johnny Gargano. Good stuff. A lot right. of great stories crossing over 
amongst all those individuals. Magnifique. Um, uh, Keith Lee wins mm-hmm. in the very end. Okay. I'm not going to go order of eliminations, but like, I don't know, Chomp eliminates Gargano. Oh, yeah. And then like uh, Riddle eliminates Peter Dune. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, yeah, just go from there. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll take the women's title. Sounds good. And uh, I'll book that. So obviously current champion Rhea Ripley, she's uh-huh. in it, and she's going to win it because she's Rhea Ripley. Uh, but, of course, Bianca Belair is in there. Candice LeRae is in there. Io Shirai is in there. Her knee is fine. Uh, uh, Casey Catanzaro is in there. Yeah. So she can do the cool stuff. The high spot. Yeah, she yeah. can be like the Kalisto yeah. that one year when he was doing cool stuff. Oh, he, was, he was like climbing up to the top of the cage. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, I guess Tony Storm. Sure, she's in it too. What about Shotzi Blackheart? Uh, yeah, she's cool, but she ain't ready for Elimination Chamber yet, man. She can patrol the outside of the chamber in her little tank. In her little tank, yeah. How about that? That works. That's good. So, yeah, uh, yeah, Eliminations. Uh, let's see here. Bianca eliminates uh, Casey. Uh, Candice eliminates uh, Io. Yeah. Uh, Tony eliminates uh, Bianca. And then Rhea eliminates Candice. Something like that. Was no one eliminated Tony yet, I don't think. Uh, Tony eliminates Rhea Tony. should eliminate Tony. There you go. Yeah, perfect. Given their history. Perfect. And Good. then, yeah, finally Candace. Next, Handsome B. Wonderful has a question. Let's take a look. Hey, Stephen Larson. This is Handsome B. Wonderful coming at you again with a dash cam Matt chat question. This week, I want to hear you guys have a discussion about Superstar's theme music, specifically the sound effects that kick off those songs and really pop the crowd. I want you to power rank some of the more iconic and cringeworthy sound effects. We're talking screeching car tires and car wrecks for mankind. We're talking typewriters for IRS man. Have fun with it. And while you're at it, fantasy book a sound effect for one of today's superstars. Two good brothers. Thank you, handsome. Be wonderful. This was so a fun question. Handsome. This was a fun question. Steve, go ahead. Hold I went see. first last time. Let me time. get to my. Let me get to my. Oh, Your here we go. Here. Oh, 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 man. These are good. There's some good ones here. So obviously, Val Venus with hello, his coming voice. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. That's good. Obviously, when you hear him say that, you imagine him naked with at least half an erection going on. Yeah, if not full. And then you know you're going to get the awesome Tron yeah. of the hot dogs. Rocket ships, Rocket ships, everything phallic shaped. Yes. Uh, of course, iconic. Taker's dong. The gong, yeah. The gong, yeah. Not Taker's dong. That was Valvina's. <laughs> Valvina's, yes. Yeah. That's Valvina's territory. Taker's gong. Uh, the Rock just yelling, do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Boy, that guy. And it's funny because as soon as you register what's happening, that you're about to see the electri- the most electrifying man ever. Yeah. Uh like the the actual music, doon, doon. Oh, you love it. Yeah. You love it. Obviously, uh, the best of all time, though, is your first answer Stone Cold, the glass breaking. The glass man. breaking is the best of Can't all time. Can't top that one. For sure. Uh, there's two theme songs I have, like uh, Screeching Tires. Mankind's, of course, is also followed by Crash, whereas Razor Ramones is not. Well, you also got Diesel. Doesn't Diesel, he? He's he has got a honk, yeah. A honk, yeah. Um, uh, that little stinger before Vince's theme starts. As soon as that hits, everybody knows exactly what song it is, and everybody pops. It's the yeah. No chance. Uh, personal, two personal favorites of mine. Uh, DDP beginning of his WCW theme, but you'd hear that self high five. Mark out. I love me some DDP. Absolutely. Finally, this is this might be the personal best. The how that precedes the Wolfpack theme. And then like the it's like a MIDI keyboard or something. Yeah, it's like a little Casio. 
Yeah, exactly. With those hi-hats hit. Anyways, uh, next, got a question from Rich. Take it away, Rich. Rich. Brando's Rich and Smash Bro here, catching up on some network stuff, and I'm watching Ride Along. So, simple question this week. If you could be on a Ride Along with anywhere between two and four superstars... Yeah, keep it WWE this time. Anywhere between two and four superstars, including the two of you, who would you guys want to go on a ride along with? Let me know, friendos. Too good, brother. Thank you, Rich. So, uh, as I am often want to do when I'm at the gym, like as I was this morning, uh, I was listening to New Day's podcast. Sure. And uh, not a time goes by that I listen to that show that I don't laugh out loud during it. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine a better group of guys to travel the road with from town to town than the New Day. There's mm -hmm. this great bit where one of the questions it was the their mailbag episode. And they were asked, who would you have a dream match against? And Kofi said, Shawn Michaels. Xavier Woods said, two cold Scorpio as far as a singles competition and the elite for a, a trios match. And then uh, Big E said he wants to have a match with Goldberg. Because he wants to see two huge guys in the ring slapping meat. That's good. And it's it just hilarious how he put it out. And, he, and then uh, I think I think it was Kofi said, "Oh, for the trios match, would you want three Goldbergs?" And he goes, "You're damn right, I would." That's funny. It was fantastic. I was laughing out loud on the elliptical. I read some uh, headline where he said he wants to get fat so he can't lose next year's Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's awesome. He, Big E is the absolute best. Yeah, he's great. He is hilarious. Uh, I got Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and Daniel Bryan. Because I just feel like all their stories would be so great. It'd be so much fun to listen to their stories. You just want to listen to Kevin Owens talk so you can uh, sharpen your Kevin Owens impression. That's true, too. It'd be so difficult not to slip into it. I know. Uh, Guillaume Halili, Jacksonville's number one. He's got a question. Let's see what he has to say. It's a text question. He says, hey there, friendos. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I yeah, don't okay. have time to record a video for Matt Chad this week. Here, you're sick. It's fine. Here's my thought. Question, though. Who should each main roster champion face at Mania, not who will they face, and should they retain or lose? For example, Bailey facing Sasha, win or lose. Thanks, friendos. Uh, I got mine all laid out here, so I'll just go ahead and go. I'll do a quick I'll lightning round this. Brock versus Drew. Drew goes over. This is on, the, on Raw here. Becky versus Shayna. Shayna goes over. Andrade versus Alistair. Alistair goes over. Uh, Seth and Buddy still tag champions. Probably won't happen. That's what I'm saying. Uh, versus Owens and Joe. Owens and Joe go over. Joe's first WWE championship is tag team championship. That's good. Um, I think that's all the titles on Raw, right? On uh, SmackDown, Fiend versus Roman. Uh, Fiend goes over. Bailey versus Sasha. Sasha goes over. Miz and Morrison, who might win those tag titles at Crown Royal mm -hmm. against the New Day. Mm -hmm. Culmination of their feud, New Day goes over. Mm -hmm. uh, Braun versus Baron Corbin for the Intercontinental title. Braun goes over. Um, I'm going to say this. So when Charlotte showed up, she said, I want all the titles. So we're going to toss Bailey, Becky, and Charlotte, Rhea. Rhea, Asuka, and Kyrie Sane. Oh, literally all the titles. In, oh, a, winner, titles. in a winner take all, a winner take all the titles match, Charlotte wins, and she's sitting there like Ultimo Dragon. Yeah, with 12 belts. With 12 belts or however many it would I be. I think he had 16. I'd like to see uh, Nakamura versus Daniel Bryan. No, this is only champions. The question is champions. For the IC title. Right. Let me finish. Uh, let's see here. I don't want – Braun is going to do a celebrity thing, so he really shouldn't even have that IC title now. Uh, I like the idea of – I had this – we sort of answered this question before. Uh, Roman taking on first Firefly Funhouse Bray, and then later in the main event – 
the fiend for that universal title, yeah. but the fiend wins. Uh, AOP versus the War Raiders for those Raw titles. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. Uh, the match that should happen is totally Brock versus Drew, and yeah, Drew should totally win that one. I also agree with Andrade versus Alistair Black. Alistair wins. Um, although getting from here to there, um, <coughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. It's probably going to end up being Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo in the pre-show again. Probably. Uh, it could be Andrade versus Ray. <coughs> they could do that one more time. Yeah, I should do the, the yeah, the yeah, that'd be cool. Hair versus mask match. Well, Vince, Korean people, Vince don't want that. Vince doesn't want that. Let's see if he can be convinced. <clears throat> so yeah. Otherwise, I think we covered some pretty good ground there. Uh, Oscar and Kyrie versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Oscar and Kyrie go over. Yeah, if I had the women's tag titles on the line, I'd try to do something different. They really haven't built up any teams. They did a really bad job of building. You know, I, I would do I would do Natalia and Beth Phoenix, and they'd lose. They were in the match last year for the tech titles too. Were they? Yeah, that already happened. Yeah, All it was right. it was Sasha and Bailey against them against the iconic. Is that the, the one? one. <clears throat> is that the one where uh, Beth Phoenix the back of her somebody shot the back that of her was, head? That was a Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. Uh, final text question from Luis Ariza: Has <laughs> pro wrestling ever made you guys cry? Uh. When I saw our YouTube revenue go up when we were starting to do pro wrestling, uh, I might have cried because I was like, oh, my God, I'm back, baby. But what about when it went down? Uh, now we're still in business. We're still doing pretty good. No, I, not really. I haven't really cried. I, 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 cry, I cry at music, and I cry at the movies and, like, really well-done TV. I'm not opposed to crying mm -hmm. over fiction. Mm -hmm. I just honestly can't tell you a time where I've actually cried over pro wrestling. I got a little misty when Kofi won. Okay. <clears throat> I don't think I've ever, you know, like out and out cried. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I could feel the, the eyes welling up with a little bit of water. Yeah. A little misty. Uh, yeah, I can't really say that I have. Yeah. Maybe it's like the McMahon shakeup. Maybe I cried then because we were sitting there. I was like, oh, man. I got to no, deal with I could, I could confirm you were not crying then. I was sitting next to you. No, I was crying because they don't have the good nachos at the Golden Monster. Oh, Center that's anymore. what it was. That's why I was they crying. Didn't have, they didn't have Miller dogs anymore. Oh, man, that's right. They don't. And you're you're super upset. <laughs> you're in the wood about that. I was crying. I was bawling like a little baby over that one. That sucked. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think like the most emotional I've ever gotten over wrestling. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten like really emotional. I don't know. Maybe Undertaker Goldberg at Crown Royal. Maybe I got, got cried at that one. Yeah, uh, sympathy tears for Goldberg concussing himself. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No, I don't think I ever cried over wrestling. All right, very well. Well, that's all our questions for this week. All right, sounds good. What a great episode of Match Chat Fantastic. this was. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody, so much for submitting <clears throat> your questions. Yep. Uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, until then, oh, if you want to take part, $20 a month, Patreon, you get your questions 20 on bucks here. cash money. Yeah. And you too can be uh, a, a Matt Chatter. Woo. Yeah. Prestigious. So Prestigious. Oh, yeah. man. Um, yeah. You got that right. So thank you, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.